Well, welcome to episode three of our Retail Ready podcast series. In this series, our topic will be supporting your teams to cope with change. Well, thank you for joining me and we are in for a real treat today as I'm going to introduce you to Tanya Tripodi. It's such a privilege to uh, welcome you, Tanya. Thank you so much. It's so lovely to be here with you, Marguerite. Now, Tanya, before we get underway, I think it's a great idea just to perhaps give us a little bit of an overview on uh, on who Tanya Tripodi is. Okay. Well, oh my goodness. My career started in retail when I was 16. So that's a long time ago, um, over 20 years ago. So I am such a passionate person about retail and I have to say my career probably stems from management in the beginning and then crossing over into more VM roles, visual merchandising roles, and then into learning and development and working with HR and obviously so many large um, retailers in Australia and also independent retailers in Australia. And I have to say... It doesn't matter what size retailer I've worked with, it has absolutely been such a pleasure to kind of get amongst it because it's such an awesome industry. Yes, I agree. It is an absolute awesome industry. Now, Tanya, you and I, we've worked together for quite a while now. How long do you think it's been? Oh, my God. I'm I'm sure it's getting close to 20 years. Yeah, I think so too. So over that time, we've had uh, the privilege of, of working with the national retail chains together, overseeing uh, hundreds of retail stores and thousands of retail employees. And, and more recently, um, with our time at Retail Life, we spend a lot of time working with independent retailers and uh, meeting both not only owners but uh, team members and and all different members of the retail industry. And I think one thing we can say, Tan, is that most retailers, they're absolutely committed to the industry and have passion for what they do. Yes, it's very true, very true. So now with that extensive retail career that you told us about, and uh, yeah, don't worry, I'm up there, I've got over 30 years, so between us, uh, you know, we're, we're kicking the, uh, the years in total, aren't we? You've worked with hundreds of retail teams and retailers, and I thought we should start by talking about what you think makes a great team. Well, I think it's definitely transparency and cohesiveness and working together to a common goal. And that could be, you know, there's so many goals that we have to kick in a retail environment, but I'd say most importantly that we've all got parts to play in that and if we all play those parts together and work together as a team, then you can you can achieve any goal that you put forward. It's just a matter of everyone having an understanding of what their purpose and what their um, strengths and job, I guess, responsibilities are and working towards that goal. And do you think that that's relevant when it comes to perhaps, you know, small teams of one to three people as opposed to to larger teams? Oh, without a doubt. I think I can't really say that it's more important with a smaller team or a larger team because they both are very significant in the fact that they both are very similar that you once you know and understand what your key responsibilities are and what you understand what the company or business goals are you 
have a huge part to play in achieving those goals, regardless if you're one of three or one of 20. Um, you know, look, you've got pros and cons for both, really. Um, sometimes, you know, when there's a smaller team, they've got more responsibilities to achieve the goals, where if there's 20 people in the team, they still have a huge amount of responsibility, but it's shared amongst more people. But that must mean that there's a lot more jobs that have to be done as well because you're dealing with a much higher workload. But it's, it's still very prevalent in either either. Now, Tanya, what I'd like to do is, uh, is talk about COVID-19, the horrendous coronavirus and the impacts that COVID-19 has brought internationally. Uh, as well as locally and personally, as well as uh, professionally. We know that the retail industry in particular has been hit hard. Uh, and I think it'd be really good to hear your thoughts on what the major impacts that COVID-19 has had when it comes to retail teams. Yes, it has been a very devastating time for all industries. And I think particularly retail and hospitality have been hit really hard. And it's so awesome to see retailing um, the retail stores starting to open again it's been so exciting to be back out there but I I believe that over the last few months in particular you know I know that um, a lot of business owners uh, and team members have faced a lot of difficulties but I found that one of the best things that I've actually seen in a lot of uh, retailers is the engagement, the continual engagement through the difficult period is staying connected to their teams. And, you know, obviously there's been a lot of anxiety and stress and it, we're so grateful that we did have the job seeker and the job keeper um, options to keep us going. But I think from a business perspective, it's been so important to maintain contact with your team and, you know, provide engagement and motivation to keep them going and keeping them informed and just staying connected with them. And I think it was also a massive part where you had to embrace the change. And I actually really enjoyed reading your tactics, the retail tactics that you posted on Instagram. And I think that they were really good touch points um, for businesses to continue through the time and actually, you know, really re-evaluate re their business, look at their business and, you know, a lot of online retailers that had that space, you know, I believe that they, well, hey, I have to be on one of those people that did do online shopping um, throughout that time. So that's been, you know, a great journey to actually maybe reset that and actually look at how you could go online. But in an offline space, some of the retail tactics that you actually talked about was, you know, getting in your store while the store was closed and actually looking at your first five metres and your windows and keeping that engaged because I know I still went walking past shop fronts and was kind of excited and couldn't wait for them to reopen and then, you know, kept a, kept an eye on them. So I think there was a lot of difficult times but I think a lot of the, you know, process throughout getting us through it was staying connected and being there for your teams. Yes, connection and communication has been absolutely key and uh, I agree with you. I've been uh, online shopping and I think all the retailers out there are pleased that we did. Uh, yeah. We 
have, I agree with you, you know, seen change and particularly for how retailers embrace and engage with their teams. And we're now moving into the the next normal as we see it for retail because we know it's never going to be the same as it was and there is more significant change to come. So from your experience, what do you think are three tips that you can give to help small business owners support their team members to embrace this change, whatever it might look like and whenever it might occur? What are your three tips? Okay, well, good question. I think for me it would be really important to create a plan Uh, and that would be obviously including that plan what needs to be done, what needs to be reset within your business. And that could include, you know, really looking at where your team is at. Um, Do they need any further development? Do they, does does your store layout need to be redone? Um, What sort of key indicators do you have in your store or business currently that supports your performance that you want to drive and, you know, get across to the team. And I think that that plan, a part of that plan is your communication plan. And how are you going to communicate that to your team? Because I believe now is the most important time to engage your team and get them involved. So this is a great opportunity to get them involved in that plan. How do they want this to happen as well? And if you actually get buy-in from the team, then I think you're going to have a better outcome. And I think the second thing is to have a really good reward and recognition program within your business and, you know, reward the wins Look at how, you know, and that doesn't mean that you always have to, you know, financially reward. It can be just through thanking people. It can be through buying them a coffee or, you know, acknowledging what they're doing and being there for them in that capacity. And I think um, another part of supporting the team is, you know, being really aware of the stress and anxiety that this has caused and maybe the financial issues that have maybe come up for some of the team members and provide that bit of well-being. Um, Give them examples of how, you know, they can reach out to different... There's so many platforms out there that can assist with that. Um, The government, it's all listed on the government website and, you know, we're hearing about it on television constantly that there's so many different um, channels that can support... And it's a matter of just notifying them and and encouraging them um, to find those platforms. But I do believe that the engagement is so crucial and that is all about communication, keeping them in the know, I mean, and the embedment. I think the embedment is one of the most important parts is how do you keep that going long term? Because... I know we've all been in situations where we're so empowered, we get, you know, this is the new plan, this is how we're going to do it, so we get out there and do it, but but then you have to revisit it every week, maybe daily, monthly, you know, in 60 days. So it's the embedment of your plan is really important to keep it going. And if you get buy-in from the team, you can pass that responsibility on to team members to have you know, their chance to actually, 
you know, take it on board as well and be a part of that movement. But I think that that would be my my three tips. Wow. Well, if uh, if only everyone took those uh, tips on board, uh, I think they'd be thinking very differently about their plan for the future. So if I was to recap on that, uh, firstly is to create a plan, how you are going to communicate with your team, how you can engage your team uh, and involve them, ensure that you're recognising, rewarding their performance and their commitment to, to your brand to ensure that you celebrate wins and that you support your team members in their well-being, uh, understanding their needs and perhaps the ability for you to be more flexible in the working environment to support them. And most importantly, ensure that you act and then embed uh, all of those areas, not only for now, but for the future. So, so much more. Um, detail obviously sits behind there but they're good uh, good tips to uh, to start everyone thinking and planning as part of their retail reset how they're going to be engaging and supporting their teams for change for the future so we've looked at that business owner uh, side of things uh, I think we can't um, finish our conversation before we've talked about team members and what advice you would give when a team member is struggling uh, to adapt to some of the changes? What would you encourage them to do? Oh, this is this is really important because, you know, I've worked in this industry for a, a long time and I've even felt that I've had to kind of develop myself further through this time as well. And I think it's not... One of the biggest things that I think it would be great if a team member would take on board is looking at how can I be better? How can I actually, you know, take on responsibility for myself to make myself better? And that could actually be simply having more interest in visual merchandising or having more interest in how can I actually drive my performance at when I'm at work? And what, some of the, what are some of the tools that I can use that can actually assist me? But more importantly, it's being transparent with your manager and explaining your situation and how you would like their support. And also, you know, being involved in that plan. And, you know, I think it comes both the, the business owner or manager supporting the team, but also the team supporting the business and being that brand ambassador and flying that flag that we always talk about. Um, I think that's really important that, you know, don't be afraid to get out there and learn because there's new ways there's lots of new ways that, you know, we've learned over the last few months is how to communicate to people, how to um, sell someone an item and everyone can, can learn new ways to do that, especially now when people, you know, you've got to have safety in the front of mind, you've got to have cleanliness in the front of mind. What is your business doing to keep that, you know, at the forefront of a customer walking into your store? So I think these are all new things that we all have to learn. And if just looking at that, that's something that every team member has to engage and get a part to be a part of the team. 
I think, uh, you know, really good um, points there, particularly Tan, when you mention we're all in this together because we are. We all know that it takes uh, a committed team and uh, encouragement from each and every member of the team to make sure that we are moving forward and embracing change and finding success in the new retail landscape. Well, Tanya Tripodi, what an absolute pleasure it has been to have you on our Retail Ready podcast series. And thank you for your insight and your knowledge uh, and sharing that with us as we start thinking about how we're going to support our retail teams to cope with change, not only for now, but for the future. So thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, until next time, I encourage you to take the next step to ensure that your business is retail ready and that you are taking action to support your teams to cope with change. So that's it for today and bye for now.